know, I've been seeing this trend everywhere. The teenage dirtbag trend where, you know, you post a picture of yourself now and then you post pictures of yourself when you're going through high school, you know, going through different phases and, you know, you get stuck on it. Well, <laughs> I try not to get stuck on content like that too long, but, you know, I went through it a few. I went through it for probably about a half hour and then noticed I was stuck on it. And uh, it's funny, man, because Weedus, Teenage Dirtbag, that is a song that I listened to that I grew up to. And I listened to when I was in high school and I was a fan of the song. And, you know, they're basically like a one-hit wonder band, but it's, it was a great song. It was a staple of my childhood, and I'm glad that they brought it back. Now, who starts the trends? Where does the trend start? Like, who says, okay, I'm going to play this and make a Teenage Dirtbag song? Well, I should probably do some research on it, but whatever. It's early in the morning, guys. I am doing this podcast outside this morning because I feel like being outside this morning. I feel like having some sun. Yesterday wasn't the best of days. So let's start podcast episode number two. Well, guys, I woke up this morning with another one of my posts removed from Instagram. Um, It doesn't exactly tell me why, but I believe it was because I did a marijuana strain review. That is, I don't know. It says my account could be deleted soon. That's probably the third or fourth thing they took off in the last three or four months. But that's why I strongly strongly urge all of you content creators that are listening to spread out your content. YouTube. Twitter, Rumble, Gitter, uh, there's cannabis apps, you know, just spread out your content, don't put it all on Instagram, because you never know when that account could just get taken down, you never know when people are trolling, reporting, and you lose all that, so make sure all your content's saved, and make sure you are spreading it out, and that's what I'm doing, I have been building up my YouTube, just started, uh, because I was focusing mostly on Instagram last year. And Instagram is a great place to make reels. It's a great place to market what you are doing. But as far as your main platform for content creation, for me, I don't think it's the best idea. So I am going to put more of my content on YouTube, learn the algorithm a little bit more. I'm also going to start using the Tragic America TikTok account. Because if you guys don't know, TikTok is now right underneath YouTube as a search engine. Bigger than Instagram, bigger than Facebook, you know, all the other social media groups went down last year. TikTok has went up. And I could see that because my 75-year-old mother is now addicted to watching these videos on TikTok. And she's on her tablet and phone watching them all day, running over to me saying, oh, look at this. Look what they made. Oh, look at that. And I'm like, mom, okay. Okay, enough consuming information. But see, with her age, why not? She ain't got nothing to do. She's consuming information. She's entertained, you know. I guess it's stimulating her mind in a way, you know. But for others, we have to be very careful with that, with the consumption of information and what we are consuming because it can be very addictive and it could be the stupidest thing that's really not going to help you in life that you're addicted to because of the addictive qualities of social media. Nevertheless, I am now working on YouTube, so if you haven't yet, the link is in my bio to my YouTube. Please subscribe. I'm going to start putting uh, podcasts on there. I uploaded um, an interview I did last night with Hippie Speedball Podcast. There's some old interviews on there from last year, some shorts. Um, Keep in mind, I'm still learning the app, so you know it's it's not the best yet, but I will get there. And then next, I'm going to be doing a little TikToking. You know, I'm not going to put everything into it, but I'm going to make sure 
that Tragic America is on every single platform or as many platforms as I can get it on. And that's uh, what I've been doing and what the project's been over the last couple of weeks, just getting that name on every platform and slowly learning the platform. So anyway, that being said, it's morning right now. It's morning. And uh, what's new in the news? Well, in the news, the Queen died. Rest in peace, Queen of England. And that is big news around the world. You know, a lot of people have a lot of theories on what's going to happen after the Queen dies. There's conspiracy theories. There's other theories, you know, on let's just see. That's all I could say. Let's just see. Rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Shout out to all my, my friends in England. And, you know, peace be with the royal family right now. That's all I could say about that. Let's see how that plays out in our future and what comes from it, good or bad. Well, it's a bright new day today. And today, I am waking up with the famous GG4, aka Gorilla Glue, aka Original Glue, aka Gorilla Glue 4, the GG4. And that is on my top five strains. That's probably number three. I got White 99, OG Kush, and then GG4. So let me tell you guys a little bit about GG4. GG4 is a potent hybrid, roughly 60% sativa, 40% indica. And it is a great, great strain for me. It helps my anxiety. It helps my depression. It definitely gives me that little boost that I need in the morning and definitely helps my perspective. Now a little bit about the origins of GG4. The parent strains are Chem Sister, Sour Dub, and Chocolate Diesel. And they did take first place in both the Michigan and Los Angeles 2014 Cannabis Cup, as well as the High Times Jamaican World Cup. Multiple award-winning strain. GG4. Now the taste. Let me tell you a little about the taste of GG4. First of all, it's got a citrus, earthy taste. It's very pungent, a pungent smell. The odor is fresh. Uh, that's the way I could describe it. Fresh and citrus. And I love it. It's GG4 and it gets that that uh, Gorilla Glue. Actually got the name because it glues you to the couch. You know, and yes, maybe if you are not daily smoker like I am, this strain is very potent. So it will definitely couch lock you, you know, if you're a certain, you know, type of smoker or once in a while smoker or occasional smoker, you know, it will couch lock you. For me, it doesn't. Uh, THC strains run from about 17 to 23. Terpene uh, profile on it uh, is, is, is supreme too. There's no CBD in it, which I don't like. Um, for me, it's got a calming effect. It's got an energizing effect. Uh, it does help my perspective because... Let me tell you all the truth. I was having a shitty day yesterday. And just touching on my mental health because I like to stay real about me and what's going on in my life. I had one of those days where I just did not want to get out of bed. I did not want to do anything. I had the day off from work. So I did have other stuff to do on, on Instagram, on YouTube, content-wise. But I just could not get out of, out of bed all day. I just had this perspective and I couldn't do it. Eventually, I forced myself up and out. You know, I forced myself to get up, to get out, to go for a run, to go for a ride. And eventually that perspective changed. Even though it was at the end of the day, that perspective changed. And what started that, you know, there were some arguments, family arguments. There were uh, some things said that I regret, that the other person regretted. And, you know, we did fix it. Ended the night. I ended the night all right. I made my amends on my side. I mean, that's all that really matters. And I slept peacefully at the end of the night but days like that are rough man and i know it's that internal dialogue you know that for me that i have to fight 
at times like that because the internal dialogue is saying fuck it you know you're a waste you haven't done anything it just it just goes in that direction that negative voice and then that positive voice just starts getting lower and lower and if you don't do anything if you stay there and dwell on that negative voice you're fucked you're fucked i recently had joe from the hippie speedball podcast shout out to them and if you have been subscribed to their channel subscribe to it it's one of the number one fastest growing cannabis podcast right now and that's the hippie speedball podcast i was talking to joe about it and he explains it in a really interesting way depression um you're gonna have to look that up on youtube to find out but you know we both went through it at about the same time and it's all about making that first move you know yeah it might be you might need meds you, you need to talk to a therapist but you have to make that first move even if it's just taking a step out of bed because depression could be debilitating and i didn't believe that for a long time but i was there i was there and then once i was there i saw wow shit i am stuck i can't do anything i have that my anxiety's at its peak i don't want to speak to anybody i don't want to get out of this bed it's hard for me to shower real depression is real now does the term get used uh, very freely that it is uh, diagnosed mostly for the wrong reasons and not as much for the right reasons because here in uh, the u.s uh, antidepressants are given out like shit if you have a bad day or you're having a bad life you're given antidepressants that's not what real depression is real depression is debilitating yes there is levels of it but there's also just being in a bad situation in your life and you're just like fuck how do i get out of this bad situation and when you start to do those things to get out of that situation one thing at a time things start to improve and like i said yes that might that includes might might have to include medicine it might have to include therapy maybe meditation for me working out it's all about balance and finding that balance but that being said yesterday i was in just a depth of depression you know it wasn't it wasn't horrible but i didn't want to get out of bed it was a case of the fuck it's Finally, I forced myself out and I'm going to share a poem that I posted from my heart on how I was feeling. Because if you guys don't know, uh, give me a follow on Instagram, Tragic America. And I post a lot of my poetry there with my reels. So don't just look at the reels, read the poetry. I'm always in the stories as well. And I am currently working on a poetry book titled Tragic America as well. So I'm going to go ahead and read the poem that I wrote last night to a reel. And here we go. Life isn't easy when pain is the truth. Some days I'd rather be locked in a booth. Deception breaks trust, changes perception. I fight not to go in another direction. There's no black and white, always in the gray. It's hard to get out of this bed today. As my stomach turns, I start to pray. Can't shake the feeling it won't go away. Reality shocks me, selfish imperfections. Lies I desire, happiness projected. I force myself up and out of this house. I feel like a prisoner, wish I was a mouse. Crawl into a hole not to deal with today. That perspective is foolish. Force myself not to stay. Even for a moment, I stop and I run. Moon shining bright, looks like I miss the sun. I puff on my vape, but that feeling still stung. I step in the car, fake a smile, then I'm done. Anger inside, I try so hard to hide. Mixed with the pain, Emotions on high tide. Mad at myself, shall I sit and I cry? I'll go for a ride, hope this changes inside. Back to my room, I accept my fate. Some days I'm scared that it's just too late. Loss of all patience is so hard to wait. The feeling then passes, I'm out of that state. Maybe for an hour, maybe for a day. 
Look for inspiration in every which way. Gone for so long, my family has changed. And so has the world, I feel lonely today. Sometimes happiness seems so far away, yet it's only a mindset, and that can be changed. And that I wrote as I was starting to get out of that depressive state and get out of the bed and move. And that's another one of my ways of coping with depression and you know, with my mental state by writing. And after writing that, posting that, moving, going out, doing some content, I felt better when I went to sleep at night. You know, um, as I said, I resolved, you know, some issues. Um, I stopped dwelling on certain things I was dwelling on. And I started looking at things with a cup full instead of with the cup, not just empty, but broken. Because that's how I'll look at it sometimes. The cup's not just empty, it's fucking broken. But I put that bitch back together. I poured some water to the top of that motherfucker. I drank it and I'm still going. And it's the next morning, smoking on GG4. And we're in podcast number two. As I said, guys, I apologize, but this is my therapy session for the day. And I did say that I was going to use this platform as my therapy session. And I thank you all for being my therapist. I thank you all for supporting me. I thank you all for sending me messages on uh, stuff that you want to listen to. And please keep doing that. Please keep doing that. Whether it's controversial or not. Uh, you know, we'll talk about it. And I do have a couple surprises set up for the next episode. We're going to get into some uh, pretty heavy topics, you know, and we're going to start off like that. And it's a surprise, so I'm not going to get too far into it now. Right now, I'm enjoying my GG4. I'm relaxing, sitting out back, and I'm catching the sun. You know, it's, the world changed after COVID in an extreme way and in many ways. And, you know, that's I'm not going to get into all those ways right now. But for me... It just made, it separated people. And that hurt, that hurt a lot. It hurt a lot of people because a lot of people are lonely now. A lot of people's only form of communication is you know 90% through social media or through different apps, but there's less and less face-to-face interaction. And, you know, I just remember those days, you know, I was watching, um, what movie was it uh, the other night? It was American Pie and you know, it was the nineties. I, I grew up. I grew up in the in the two thousands. I think I was. I was what? I graduated high school two thousand three. I was eighteen. So I grew up in the nineties, two thousands. We didn't have smartphones. Yeah, I remember I was selling weed in high school. I had a pager. You know, so uh, you know, we hung out. We went outside. We did things. All my friends. I always had people. You know, and um, that started to go away more and more and more as you know, technology advanced. At that time, I was also, you know, addicted to prescription painkillers. So, so was the group I was with. And then, as many of you know, I ended up going to prison for seven years. And the reason that it was such a culture shock to me is those seven years I was gone was 2012 to 2019. And for those of you who don't know, uh, the reason I did go to prison was a DUI manslaughter. I got into a car accident. And I was on prescription opiates at the time. And I was charged with DUI manslaughter, seven years in prison. Uh, and that was 2012. Um, now that's a story on its own that I've told many times. And I will tell it again. 
Uh, but anyway, I go to prison 2012. When I go to prison, the first iPhone was coming out. So seven years passed. I get out 2019 and my first phone, I forgot which one, but maybe iPhone 10, 11, I don't know. But I'm looking at this thing like, what the fuck? I never had a phone like this, a face phone before. You know, I went away with, I still was using a cheap $20 Metro flip phone, you know, selling weed. And, you know, the thing is, it was such a culture shock to me, not just technology-wise, but the world. You know, I wasn't watching the news. I wasn't seeing what was going on with politics, you know. Then I get out. And, you know, my mother is completely 100% for Trump. My sister is completely 100% the other way. So there's constant family fights at dinners, constant bickering, arguing over politics. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? One channel is saying one thing. One news channel is saying the other thing. I start to watch both of these things just to see what the hell's happening. And I see it's all bullshit. So I kind of take a step back. You know, at that time I was with my ex. So I wasn't feeling it yet. And then COVID hit. And I'm working on Tragic America, and then our relationship ends, me and my ex, and I start going through what I was, what I went through, and I realized that, wow, you know, 90% of the people that I interact with now is through my phone, is, and that's not just calling, but, you know, through social media specifically, and I do think that that hurt many people as far as feeling lonely, not having that company around, and, you know, speaking of COVID, I had COVID a couple months ago, the Omicron or whatever, laid me out, laid me out for about a week, and I got the shot, I did, got the jab, to protect my mother, mainly, because she's in her 70s, and uh, she wound up, she wound up catching it too, thank God she was okay, now my sister has it, and she's not doing too well. She's on day two. So eventually everybody is going to get this. Now, like I said, I don't want to get too into COVID. But the reason I brought it up in the first place is because of the side effects of COVID. And not the disease. The side effects of the situation, of the world, of what happened because of COVID. The outcome, I guess. Don't think I'm using the right word here. But the outcome for a lot of people was isolation. You know, it caused a lot of suicides. A lot of people were scared to go to the hospital. A lot of people didn't make their appointments for their, you know, heart issues, their medication, died from that, you know. A lot of people, people changed, you know, people changed. A lot of people were brainwashed, some by the media. A lot of people were just scared. A lot of people didn't know what to do. People were dividing. One person was saying one thing, one person was saying another thing, you know. Just mass confusion. But what it did was isolate the people, shut them up. Everybody complied. And as a direct result, it brought on a different kind of loneliness. And social networking and talking to people on social media is great. Don't get me wrong, I love it. But it's not the same as being with people in real life and, and talking to them and hanging out with them and you know just feeling their vibe. And it's not the same. So I do blame a lot of that issue on, on the loneliness and the isolation on COVID, and hopefully we can come back from that. But I just see the world going more and more to the other way, to the social media, more and more to social media. And, you know, it's just so much easier to text somebody or DM rather than go up and, you know, talk to, you know, even for me, you know, because I'm a shy, I'm an introverted person. So it's easier to do that. You know, when I, when I was when I was a kid and text messages came out, I was like, shit, now I don't have to call somebody. I could just text help. Damn, that was that was made for me. 
because I didn't like I didn't like to have to call and explain or you know I was embarrassed to call and maybe ask out a girl and on text it was just like bump 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 send in my pocket <laughs> you know and it's the same thing now you know and it causes a lot of people like I see it with my nephew he doesn't know what life was like pre-smartphone social media era and you can see it you can see it in the way he socializes with people and how it he socializes on his TikTok and just how you know things change so abruptly to me and maybe it was gradually over a series of time and I just wasn't paying attention because I was either messed up on pills or I was in prison so it was a, more of a culture shock to me but from when I got out and then COVID hit and then the Capitol building and, and the crazy election and you know what's going on in the world now and, and, and what I see with AI and I was just fucking amazed and I still am amazed but it did bring consequences it did and I believe many of us are suffering from those consequences now today to this day and we have to find a way to break out of that you know to break out of that we need to be together you know we need to be able to be with each other to love each other to have friendships relationships to break out of the just dm the just emoji you know the just facebook messenger instagram likes that's all good all that's great but it's got to be done with moderation for a purpose for a reason and me i know for myself i get lonely because yes i have 5,000, 6,000, 7,000 people that I interact with on social media that I post content to that, you know, I do this podcast for, but at the end of the day, when I'm laying in bed at night, I'm by myself, you know? So that relationship, that connection, intimate connection, personal connection is needed. As humans, we need that. So everything in life is balanced. You know, I talk about it all the time, balance. That's a balance that I'm still starting to learn. I'm still learning. One day I'll have a day like yesterday where I'll go completely just depressed. And But the difference is I force myself out of it. I recognize it, do what I have to do. I fuck up, but I force myself out of it. I force myself moving and it changes my perspective. It does change. Today's a new day. Today I woke and boke, woke and boke. I wake and bake with gg4 and i'm still waking bacon with gg4 as we talk right now and it just you know got me on that subject speaking of that i watched an interview uh with uh, mark zuckerberg and joe rogan and if you haven't watched that interview it's on spotify as well uh, audio and visual and it's very interesting and, and zuckerberg is talking about the metaverse and you know where he wants to take in augmented reality and how you know basically we'll be able to have smartphones in our glasses and it's just just mind-blowing you know, it's mind-blowing on where our technology can go. Does it have a limit? You know, and that brings up a lot of other questions, a lot of other topics, a lot of other awesome things to talk about that I'm not going to talk about right now. But it was a really cool interview. And, um, you know, he also asked him about censorship and uh, uh, free freedom of speech and what gets censored and, you know, who's in charge of that. And Zuckerberg is not in charge of it, it doesn't seem like to me. You know, there's a board. He says he hires a board, but there's some special higher-up CIA people on that board is what I took from it. And basically, Zuckerhead runs the company. But as far as the news and what goes out to the people, it's not Mark Zuckerberg controlling that. It's not. Facebook got very, 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 very big. And I don't even think Mark Zuckerberg, you know, had any idea how big Facebook was going to get. Just to give you guys a uh, little statistic, there's 50 million creators 
there's 2 million creators that are making six figures a year doing it. So if you are a creator and you are listening to this, use social media not to consume, but to your advantage. Find your niche, because there is a niche for everything. Uh, It could be making bouquets, it could be watches, it could be making pottery, uh, it could be cannabis. Whatever it is, find your niche, find out what your audience wants, and give it to them. And you can take advantage of it, because that's what it's going to be. It's either you take advantage of it, you use it for good, you use it for knowledge, you use it for information, or you go down that fucking rabbit hole, and that rabbit hole can go deeper and deeper and deeper. And imagine when we get to the point where it is just VR, and everything is in the metaverse, and there's going to be that group of people that are never leaving their house, and they're living in the metaverse because their life in real life sucks, and their life in the metaverse, they're a fucking king, and it's just better. And there's always going to be that. You know, there's always going to be the alcoholics. There's always going to be the addicts. There's always going to be the people that take it overboard. Back to balance again, right? Yeah. So I think the future, man, you know, we're we're in for a lot of surprises. I'm, I'm hopeful we're going to see a lot of really cool, awesome things. But I'm also scared in a way. I'm scared because the U.S. right now isn't in the greatest of positions. Let's put it at that. Globally, things are messed up. Everybody feels, like I said on the last podcast, everybody feels like something's going to happen, like something's not right. We're so divided. There's opinions. There's the woke movement, the conservative movement. There's, you know, anti-woke. There's, it's just things are weird. Things are getting weird. And I think as the election gets closer and closer, things are going to get weirder and weirder and weirder. Just like I thought they did, thought they were going to during the 2020 election, and they got fucking weird. Really weird. So this next election, I think it's going to get weirder and weirder. I think we're going to see some shit. And as you all know, they got some files. They raided Mar-a-Lago, Trump's uh, home. They got some documents there. And supposedly they were classified documents he wasn't supposed to take from the White House. I don't know the whole story. I have been following it. But let's just see what turns of this. You know, Rudy Giuliani hadn't heard from him in months <laughs> since they got his laptop and they were looking into it. And still, nothing's been done about Hunter Biden's laptop. Whole another topic. But you see just that something is not right. You feel just something is not right. And it's not a Democrat-Republican thing. It's not a black and white thing. You know, it's not a division type thing. Yes, does the media want want you to be divided? Whoever is higher up, I do believe they do want us to be divided. Because I could be in a room, and I this has happened before, be in a room with two, three black guys, an Asian, we're all talking, you know, having a great old time. And then you turn on the news, and there it goes, and they're talking about Asian hate and black crime. And then all of a sudden, we're looking at each other like, uh, you know. Yes, it does happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. There is There's hate crimes. But there's all kind of crimes, you know, and and the media picks and chooses on what to play over and over again and, you know, um, what to what kind of narratives. And I don't like that. So I stopped watching the fucking news. And, you know, I have my own opinions. I'm pretty open with them. I do share them. But, you know, the point is, man, just use these tools. We're going into a brand new time now. Use the tools that you have. Use your talents. You know, it's the easiest time, they say, to become a millionaire. The easiest time in history to become a millionaire. I mean, I believe it. I believe it because more people are, are consuming influencers than anything else. You know, you don't have to be a made, get into a movie and work your way up and do this and that. You can create your own content and have people like you and watch you and make a living doing what you love doing. Patience. Patience and patience. 
that's still still my kryptonite right there it always has been patience is a son of a bitch i'm working on it i work on it daily but i urge you guys i urge you all to use the tools you have to not walk in fear even though you might feel like something is off hell something's always going to be off people are always going to be crooked governments are always going to be crooked should you dwell on that no live your life to the best of your ability use your talents be grateful And that's something, as I say this, I'm saying this to myself, and I'm feeling better. Be grateful. Have a grateful state of mind. Help another person, you know? Take five minutes away from the phone if you're not creating. Don't consume so much. And if you are consuming, watch what you do consume. You know, information is power. Knowledge is power. But watch where you are getting the information from as well. With that being said, guys, I think that's it for podcast number two. And I thank you all for letting me have this therapy session with you on this fine morning. Once again, rest in peace to Queen Elizabeth. God be with the royal family. I hope everybody has a blessed day. I hope everybody has a blessed week. Everybody stay blazed. Give me a follow on Instagram. And don't forget to send me an email, tragicamerica at gmail.com or a DM, tragicamerica on every platform, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Find me, subscribe, get in my inbox. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me if you want to come on. Tell me what you want to talk about and we'll make it happen. Love y'all. And remember, keep the fuck going no matter what.